Welcome to Trading with Rainer Show, the trading podcast where you'll gain trading insights to level up your trading so you can beat the markets. Let's start boosting your trading knowledge from your friend, Rainer Teo. Hey, hey, what's up, my friend? So in today's episode, right, I want to share with you when should you not put on a trade? So before we get started, I get some comments from you, know, you guys and girls, right, telling me, hey, Reina, you look tired, man. Get some rest, you know, you need to rest well. You don't look too good. So in today's uh, episode, I brought a, a cup of coffee along the way to hopefully perk me up, right, while, while you know, producing this uh, episode. So let's get back to our topic, right? When should you not put on a trade? So here are a few things I look for, right, you, before I put on a trade. Number one, the price, right, must not be far from the area of value, right? If the price is far away from the area of value, I usually will not want to put on a trade. So what do I mean by this? So imagine that the market, let's say it's in an uptrend. It respects the 50 period moving average. Every time it goes up, pulls back towards the 50 MA, bounces, go up higher, pulls back to the 50 MA, bounce up higher. So you can see that this market tends to, you know, find a potential buying pressure at the 50 period moving average. So the 50 period moving average serves as an area of value. So clearly, if you want to be buying in this uptrend, you don't want to be buying when the price is uh, far away from the 50 period moving average because when it makes a pullback, you will likely get stopped out of your trade. So this is what I look for. I always look at a chart and ask myself, where is the area of value? Once I've identified it, right, I want the price to be trading near the area of value and not far from it because if it's far away from it, chances are I will get stopped out on the pullback. Okay, so that's the first thing, right? The price uh, being far away from the area of value. Number two, chasing breakout. So chasing breakout is again, right, a, a big no-no. And why is that? So the reason why many traders, right, love to chase breakouts is because it's exciting, right? You look at the market, oh, it's so bullish, Rainer. Look at the huge candles, right? Three, four, five green candles in a row. And usually when you see such price action, it's a, a warning sign. It's a red flag that this market is it's a bad time to enter because when you chase after the market has made, you know, uh, such a, a big move within a short period of time, it needs to breathe, right? Imagine you sprint 50 meters, right? Give it your all. Let me ask you, what are the odds of you, you know, sprinting the next 50 meters at the same uh, the same capacity, capacity that you have done earlier? No, right? You need to rest, you need to pause. And the same for the market. If it moves too fast, too soon, right? Chances are it needs to pause, it makes a pullback and sometimes even a reversal. So don't chase the markets, right? I, I know it's there's two conflicting feelings down here. Number one is that you're afraid you might miss the move, right? You know, might miss the next big wave coming up. And the second thing is that, you know, based on your own experience, right, the number of times that you got caught chasing the markets, you know that it's the wrong thing to do, right? So don't chase the markets. And that also will bring us to another problem, which I will explain shortly. Number three, don't put on a trade right, when there is no logical place to set your stop loss. So let's say, for example, you chase the market earlier. So the market closed bullishly right, for five days in a row. Huge, big bullish candle. And you think that, oh man, the market is going up today, right? For sure. You know, guaranteed. So you go along on the sixth day. And by doing that, right, you would realize that when you chase the market after it has made a huge move, there is no logical place for you to set your stop loss. So what do I mean by this, right? So if you chase the market, let's say you're long, you're bullish, you want to set your stop loss right at a logical level. A level, right, an area where market has difficulty, you know, breaking below, for example, an area of support. For example, it could be a respected moving average. For example, it could be an upward trend line. But when you chase the market, there is no such price structure that you can lean your stop loss against. 
Because when you chase the market, right, the market is so high, right, and there is no like price structure, right, to support these higher prices. Because it's not like a, a slow and steady uptrend where you have a series of higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, higher highs, higher lows, where you can reference the previous swing low to set your stop loss. When you chase the market, right, such price structure is not available for you to set your stop loss. So when it reverses, right, you will be, you know, uh, usually swift, right, towards the downside as well. And that's how you get stopped out. So so if you don't have a logical place to set your stop loss, right, maybe because you are you are thinking of chasing the markets, maybe because, you know, your stop loss or rather the nearest price structure is very far away, then forego the trade, right? Don't put on the trade. Okay, so that's the third thing. Number four, your risk is too large. So sometimes, right, you... This is especially for those of you who have a small trading account. So sometimes you, you follow your trading plan, okay? You know, trade with the trend, area of value, you know where to set your stop loss. But because your account size is too small, right? And maybe if you're trading stocks and the stock has a very high dollar value, you realize that even if you set a proper stop loss, right? Your small account size is not able to withstand it. So instead of risking the usual, let's say, 1% risk of your account, you realize that if that trade hits your stop loss, you might lose 30% of your account even though you are trading according to your plan, then my suggestion is again, right? Don't take the trade, even though, you know, it meets your requirement because your account size is too small to handle it, right? So just forego that trade. Maybe you want to trade a, a stock that isn't has, uh, doesn't have such a huge dollar value to it. Maybe trade other markets like FX where you can trade, you know, uh, nano lots and stuff like that, okay? And fifth one, right? The final one is that don't put on a trade, right? When you want to get even with the market. This is especially after a few losing trades, right? You follow your plan religiously, right? You buy uptrend, you short downtrend, and you still suffer losses and you feel angry with the market. You want to get even with the market. And usually when you want to get even with the market, you'll find all sorts of lame excuses to get back into a trade. For example, let's say you, you buy in an uptrend, you got stopped out on a pullback. When the market breaks above the previous swing high, your thought might be, oh, I'm still trading with the trend, right? Price is about to, price is about to break higher. I should go long right now. And you just find some lame reason to, to hit the buy button. And that's, you know, uh, getting even with the market because when you get even with the market your emotions take control when your emotions take control your actions becomes inconsistent and when your actions become inconsistent your results become inconsistent you might even you know uh, suffer right blowing up another trading account all right so don't uh, put on a trade right when you when you know right consciously that you're trying to get even with the market when you want to revenge trade that's usually a big big red flag as well okay so as a quick recap Here's what we have dis uh, discussed today. Number one, when should you not put on a trade? When the price is far away from the area of value. Number two, when you are chasing breakout, when you're chasing parabolic move and the market has moved too fast, too soon, right? That's usually a bad time to enter a trade. Number three, there is no logical place for you to set your stop loss because the nearest price structure is very far away. Number four, your risk on a trade is too large. And number five, when you feel that you, know, you want to get back at the market, get even revenge trade, that's where you should not put on a trade as well. So with that said, I wish you good luck and good trading. I will... Talk to you soon. And the coffee says bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us in this session of Trading with Rainer Show. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And visit tradingwithrainer.com for more resources related to today's session. That's tradingwithrainer.com. Until next time, good luck and good trading. <laughs>